This is Ladies Life. Prepare to be entertained as I introduce your host, Tia. Welcome to the Ladies Hive podcast, the show where we delve into the female minds as we discuss all issues that affect our daily lives with reference to personal experiences and of course, dishing out words of advice with zero judgments. Thank you so much for stopping by. Please to ensure that you listen to the podcast till the end. And of course, connect with us on social media today on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Ladies Hive and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, my name is Faith Auntie Baba. You're listening to Ladies Hive Podcast. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 Hivers, what's going on? How are you doing? And, you know, how has your week been? How is your day going? So we are still continuing the horror series, right? And yes, someone is going to be sharing my mic with me today. But before then, Hivers, how is Christmas looking like at your end? Is Can you feel Christmas in the air yet? <laughs> I'm asking because eh, on my end, it's not looking Christmassy just yet. I've not even put up my decorations yet. Speaking of which, Hivers, have you put up your decorations or you are not big on decorations? Tell me, tell me, I want to know. I will get to decorating my home soon. It's just, I've just been busy with a lot of things. Anyway, Hivers, so Christmas is in about nine days from today. Yeah, so it's safe to say Merry Christmas in advance, right? <laughs> Please invite me or invite me to your house to come and eat Christmas rice and chicken. <laughs> anyway, however, it's time for me to introduce my guest to you. Another Spotlight Thursday guest on the Heart series. So this person is a phenomenal woman. She's thriving in an interesting industry. You will get to know why it is interesting shortly. So this person is a hairstylist, right? And not just hairstyling. She specializes in barbing right so yeah she she is a barber <laughs> i told you she was interesting right so yes she is a barber and aside from cutting people's hair or you know styling she does a bunch of other things in the hair and beauty space and we'll get to know all of that shortly once in hivers please bear with me on this episode we got to catch up with our guests while she was at work so it's a little bit noisy there's some noise in the background but not so much that you can't or won't enjoy the gist for today right but unlike other episodes that we turn out on here this one has some background noise from her colleagues that are working because it's a workplace so please bear with us on this all right so hivers give it up for faith ekbenga aka auntie barbara you're welcome thank you thank you thank you so much okay so let's just jump right into it and the first thing i'll be asking is the obvious question right which is the inspiration behind your name Auntie Baba, or how's it pronounced? 
Yes, it's pronounced Auntie Baba. Auntie Baba, okay. What's the inspiration behind that? Okay, so um, I just thought about the name sometime last year. I think, yeah, last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. last year thereabouts. So before then, I've been thinking of a suitable name I could use for my brand. I thought of different names. I tried different names and all. So one day, I was just I was just trying out a name, and then I just saw I just tried Auntie Baba. Like I just typed out Auntie and then Baba, and it went so well. So I was like, oh wow, this sounds really nice, and I think everybody would be able to relate to eat and all of that. So I tried it. I used it as my um, Instagram handle and then people were like, oh, Auntie Baba, Auntie Baba. So for me, initially, I wanted to use a name that has to do with what I do, babbing. So people don't have to like ask. So once I say Auntie Baba, they start asking, oh, are you a Baba? So it makes more sense. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah, so it makes more sense. So, and ever since, the name has been, it's becoming a household name already. Mm, yeah. yeah so, so just so just a random thought. All right, and it and it's stuck, right? Yes. <laughs> so let's delve right into how you got into barbing to begin with. Was it something that you studied, or did you attend a workshop? How exactly did you get into the craft of hair barbing? Yes. So 2017. By that 2016, I wasn't doing anything. I was thinking of what I was going to do in my life because I was I was so idle. Then I had the thought of learning photography, mm-hmm. like doing the normal thing, like learning skill, basically. I wanted to learn a skill, but I didn't know what I wanted to learn. I didn't know what I had passion for. I thought about photography. I thought about baking. I thought about, I never, I actually didn't think of tailoring and over. So when I told my parents I wanted to learn photography, I had a bit interest in photography. So they took me to a photographer's studio and asked how much and also, so just me for them to pay so I could start my training. But some way, somehow, I felt reluctant. And I wasn't, I wasn't really having it. So um, I traveled. I traveled that period. I went to my cousin. She, there, was a, there was an opportunity for her to learn um, fabric making with like accessories with fabrics, how to make footwears with fabric, Ankara and the likes. So she was like, okay, if you just do it, since you're not doing anything, I'll do it and learn and all. But I wasn't, I went, I learned for like two weeks to three weeks there about, but I wasn't having it. Then I went back to my parents' place and then the total bad thing just came. It just came overnight and like, ah, so what would you think of Babin? Have you ever seen a female Baba? I answered myself, I said, no, I've never. So I was like, okay, Babin, hmm, sounds nice. So I picked interest in it. And I didn't I didn't give it a full thought, like I didn't I didn't put my thought into actions immediately until some months later. I told someone, then the person was like, Wow, that's amazing. Babin, are you sure? Okay, so I'll take it to a barber shop where you learn from and oh, and from that moment, really I shared it to someone and then the person brought into my vision, like liked the idea as well. So it became a thing for me. And then, and then I was like, okay. I'll do this. I'll just learn it. So it's not as if I'd seen a female barber somewhere. Nope. I'd never. So I decided to learn it. And it was, I, I think I grew passion for it so much. When I started learning, it became a big dream 
for me. Yeah, so. Okay. Wow. That's, that's actually interesting. So knowing how Nigerian parents are, you know, you mentioned that you told them you went to study or learn photography, right? When you now went back to them and said, oh, daddy, mommy, oh, this is what I, I want to become a hairstylist and not just a hairstylist who will be cutting hair right did you get hesitation from them or some sort of pushback in any way yes i did i got a pushback from my dad because mm. when i mentioned it to them i didn't tell them immediately i had the thought because i was still like not seeing the idea i was yeah. still trying to sure i wanted to do it mm. and also there was a day my dad's friend visited and then he was like you you're always in the house what do you want to do don't you want to learn a skill then i said openly that was the first time my parents heard about it. Then I said, I want to learn Barbie. Yeah. My dad, even my dad heard, my dad looked at me and was like, Barbie, what are you saying? <laughs> Wait till they talk, you want to learn Barbie. <laughs> so he said, you don't know the people where they learn Barbie. Nah, the people where they, that share what Wow. I just laughed. Yeah, my dad, my dad was really against. I just, my mom was like, oh, if that's what you want to learn, okay, no problem. How do we go about it? My mom, my mom gave me a true support right there and there. But my dad, my dad didn't go buy into the idea because he couldn't imagine his only daughter mm. becoming a baba. It was like, I don't understand, like, what would it tell people? How would it tell people that his daughter is about? So it, it didn't sit well with him at all, at all. But I didn't mind. I didn't mind as long as my mom supported me and his friends who supported me. And then my brothers too were indifferent. They were like, oh, okay, that's what you learn. That's what you want to learn. Fine, okay. But right there and then my dad, nope, but my mom, thumbs up, hundreds. Then, you know, but I didn't have a choice. He had to eventually um, settle for it. I can imagine. I need to ask this. I know that now you are more confident with your skills and, you know, you are... You have a lot of a larger clientele base, right? But when you first started, did you get hesitation from clients who maybe walk into the barbering salon you were working at at the time and then they see that it's a female barber that is going to attend to them? Did you get some sort of hesitation and how did you handle it? Yes, I did. I got a lot. <laughs> I actually got okay, a lot. So, luckily for me, yeah, when I went to register, when I went to register at um, the barber's shop, I had two guys that were my trainers. Mm-hmm. Two of them liked me, and then they liked the fact that I did wanted to learn this craft, like the barber mm-hmm. craft and all. So, um, when customers started, I was very much inquisitive. Ah, I was like, every time I was always asking questions, asking questions. I wanted to know, okay, so how do we do this? How do we? So, they were comfortable with me. They saw that I was ready to learn. They were opened. So, when customers started coming in, some customers like they're like, ah, a woman. Hmm. I usually can cut my hair. Some were indifferent, some didn't mind. Some wanted me to cut their hair because they were like, okay, woman never cut my hair before. Yeah, I can't try. But the most of all were those that kicked against it, those that entered and then they were like, why would you want to cut my hair? I can't let you cut my hair. I'm a prince, <laughs> for instance. <laughs> Someone said, I'm a prince. A woman mm. cannot touch my hair. So yeah, you can't yes. touch my hair. Mm. I can't allow you to touch my hair for what? I so I said, okay, I just kept quiet. I, I didn't even allow that get to me because, of course, I'm human. At some point, it did, but thank God for the kind of um, boss I had then. He was always telling me, don't mind them. 
just learn what you want to learn and at least keep practicing and focus on the people that are celebrating you mm-hmm. and all. So I had good people. I had good people that were encouraging me and I kept encouraging myself and I didn't allow, even till now, mm-hmm. Like even to you now, there are still some persons that would walk into the salon, first-time customers, when they see a lady, when they see me cutting, or when they see my, my boss is a female, when they see her cutting, they're like, now my cut hair for you. Can you cut my hair? So now I've grown. I've grown. I have more confidence. So when a customer comes in and wants to give me that, that um, offensive, wants to make me look like I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know my craft, I just tell them, um, just hold on, my colleague cut your hair. I just pass them around, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> I make them feel like, oh, do you think, do you think, do you think you can bullshit me? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, but now I'm better off, and I'm glad that people are beginning to um, embrace and accept the narrative that mm. nothing is actually gender-based. So it makes more sense. Society is beginning to accept us more. Yes. Yeah. It's not easy being in a male-dominated field. Mm. Yeah, so because people tend to like, they tend to like, especially in this part of the world where we celebrate men. Would I say we celebrate men more? Or we tend to like see a particular field for men. Men, yeah. Like, like, okay, yeah, it's only a man that can do this. It's only a man that should be able to do this. It's only a man that do this better and all. How long have you been, I've been professionally for, how long have you been doing this? This is my fourth year. Whoa. Wow, a whooping four years. That's quite interesting. Let's talk a bit about your present workplace, where you work. You, I heard you mention that uh, the your boss, she cut hair too, right? Yeah, she does. Okay, was that what made you switch from the first place where you started off to where you currently are working now? Yes, because I, I learned in Ota. I learned for about one year. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, they retained me after one year because mm-hmm. they felt okay. So I was improving and being a lady, people started warming up to um, see me around. They always wanted to come so I could cut their hair and also it was a thing for them. So like for that reason, they had to like retain me so as to keep some customers because when they come, they see a woman and then it's kind of fascinates them a bit. Mm. So after, but while I was working there, I wanted more. I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't satisfied at all because there were a lot of limitations. I was seeing things online that I wanted to try, color people hair, do so many things like improve my skill and mm. all of that. But I was being limited because of the environment. So I went out one day and then I met a friend. Then he mentioned a female barber based at Ikeja City Mall. Mm. When he told me about her, I was happy. I was happy because I felt like, oh, so finally there's actually a female, another female barber. And that was like six months, six to seven months into the barbing field already. When he told me about her, I said, oh, okay, could you give me an Instagram handle? So I went and I paid and then I saw that, whoa, this lady is actually doing the things that I want to do. Like where she is looks better, looks like there are more people there that would allow her to do anything she wants to do on their hair. Like she's she looks she's she was actually where I wanted to be at that level. So 
I chatted her up. I made her my room model. I chatted her up and told her, oh, okay, I cut hair as well. And all that. So we scheduled a meeting where we could see and talk. So the first time we met, luckily for me, when I met her, she was ready to open her own salon. Oh. So she said, okay, that once she opens her salon, I would work with her. Because she liked me the first time we met and all. So she said, I would work with her. And I would grow. She saw my calves. She told me areas where I need to grow, which are areas I admitted that yes, I know I need to grow in this area and all of that. So um, she told me I would work with her. I was fine. I was so happy because I felt okay. So I would leave the whole of Ogun State to a better location mm. where I would be much more appreciated, and I would work with somebody that is also a female in the same field that has grown. You know, it makes it much more easier. Like they say, if you are going somewhere and to see somebody that has gone there, like you could stand on the person's shoulders to see father and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it was just that way for me. She was ready to walk me through that road, walk me through, build me up and all of it. So I was ready for the growth. I was ready. I was wholeheartedly ready to grow. So I just grabbed the opportunity to my parents I was coming to Lagos. I've seen a place I would walk where I would do better, become better and meet more people, get exposed and all of that. So yeah, growth was one reason why I had to leave water. And thank God, I'm growing, still growing. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh, that's quite an interesting story. So I need to ask, I know that sometimes you rock um, low cut, right? And sometimes you're on braids and all. Is there some sort of pressure whatsoever to maybe want to showcase what you do on yourself? Like maybe having, getting a haircut as opposed to, you know, making, braiding your hair or whatever else there is. Is there some sort of pressure or is this just a personal lifestyle for you? Okay, so for my hairstyle, it's just a personal lifestyle for me. Because when I started, when I learned barbing, like the first, my first two years, I was on, I was on low cuts. Mm-hmm. I was carrying low, I carried low cuts for that two years and I decided to lock my hair. So when I came down here, I locked my hair for, I carried dreads for two years. But in between that two years, I was always braiding because I wanted, I wanted a different look. I wasn't cool with just having one look. So I would braid my hair, I would do crochets, I could do, I could just do something different. So when customers come in, when people see me, they'll be like, oh, I need the same girl I made the last time. You look different, your hairstyle looks different. <laughs> I like it. I like the attention I'm getting. Because, okay, so after two years, after I my dress for two years, I cut it off. I did pixie cut. And then when people came in, when they saw my pictures, I'm like, wow, bitch, you look different. I like your hairstyle. I don't know, it's always giving me joy. <laughs> I like when people always talk about my hair. So after the, after carrying pictures for like two weeks, I braided it, and then when customers come in, they be like, "Wow, you've changed your hairstyle." Interesting. Keeps people talking about me. I like it. <laughs> so after then, I cut off the. I cut my hair again. Now I'm on low cuts and I've changed the color twice. So people that saw me when I was carrying blue. They when they come in and then they see me on my um tangerine red, tangerine orange color, they'll be like, ah, Well, you were carrying this thing last time. I'm like, Oh, yeah, well, it's me. I changed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So it's just a personal lifestyle for me. Although people are talking like, why don't you just maintain one look? I'm like, no, I can't maintain one look. 
I'm a stylist, right? I mean, <laughs> okay, so walk me through what your services entail because I know that it is much more from what you said and from you know pictures and videos that I see of you, it's much more than um, just cutting hair, right? There are a lot of things that go. So, walk me through the services that you render. As so I cut hair, I cut male and female hair. So female hair that I cut is not just regular female hair. It's not the Gang kind girl. of hair that a woman would cut and look like a man. Mine is different. I had to learn how to cut a female hair and still make them look like a woman. Mm. So I cut female hair, I color, I do pixie cuts, I do finger waves, I do finger curls, I do um, pedicure and manicure, I do facials, I do dreadlocks, I can roll hair, and then I do like hair consultation. How to grow your hair? Your hair. Oh wow! What to do, what not to do. I steam hair too. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! I would have also thought in pedicure money. I didn't. I didn't think that was one of the services you rendered. Oh, that's interesting. Wow! It's a whole package for you. Total package. Yes. Hey. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> okay. So with barbing, yeah. Yeah. I, I did like associations. Maybe the Nigerian bar. Hair Barbers Association or whatever. Are there associations for you guys? Yes, there are. There are Barbers Association in each state. There is, Lagos has its own branch. Ikeja has its own branch. And almost, so far, my boss has never mentioned any association, being in any association. Because the truth is, yeah, for every um, barber shop that might be in an association, mm. It depends on the on the standard of the salon, cause the standard of our own salon here, it's quite different from the regular barber's shop that anybody could just walk in and want to force you to come join. Yeah, um, the association and all of that. So yes, they are. But for us here, for we at Lost Trends, we're not in any association whatsoever. Okay, I just talked to us. I know that people that hairstylists, the ones that braid hair and stuff, they have their association. So let's talk about faith now, the person away from Antibaba, right? Faith as a your personal person. What do you do when you're not styling hair, right? Tell me what you, the things that you get to when you're not at work or, or maybe I should first ask, does your job give you time to have a social life? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I thought because, hey, we know how we got here. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh well, my job does not give me time. Like I, I don't really have a social life because I work every day. I work six days a week. My own of the on a Tuesday. So I cannot possibly have a social life, which most times happens during the weekends. Like I have to like go out, if I want to have a social life, go out mm. for events during the weekends and all of that. I don't have that time. And like I said, Tuesday's new weekday. And on a Tuesday, if I'm not working, I'm either in the house. I mean, I'm I'm resting. I'm taking a rest from the whole 
week, long week, working and everything. So mm. I don't, I, I can't say I have a special life. I don't, because I work nine from nine a.m. to eight p.m. every day. After I close 8 p.m., I want to go home. I just want to rest. I don't want. I've been in. I've been in the salon all day, standing, attending to people, different people. Of course, the TV is on, music is playing. So some way, somehow, I um I have fun in between. So one thing I do is I try to create fun for myself while working. Mm. Formerly, I used to make videos of myself cutting hair and dancing because I like dancing. Yeah. yeah. So I used to make videos of myself cutting and dancing. So a lot of people used to talk. A lot of people used to um, talk about like they like when they see videos of me. They'd be like, oh, they, they always say like, oh, wow, you're enjoying your job and like that. But now the pressure is just too much. Like I have much more responsibilities now. So now I just want to cut and attend to the next person so I could. I could just finish up and don't keep people waiting for hours mm. and all of that. So I don't have a social life now. Wow. So no social life for face. So it means that when it comes to dating too, that one is minus zero. Ah, because who wants to date a very busy person like me? <laughs> really? But that being said, I have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. Oh, wow. Look at that. You, you see, <laughs> even in, in the midst of your busy schedule, you have a working relationship. So that's interesting that's to know. Great. Okay. Before we started the interview, you're talking about how giving more responsibilities in the management of the salon that you currently work at. How do you balance that with still attending to your clients? Uh, I don't know how, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think I've ever sat down to think of to, or to map out how a strategy. I'm managing. I'm saying I don't have a strategy. The only thing I know is like I just put in when I came there. I told myself that I was going to put in everything that I have, my spirit, my soul, my body, like everything. And because mm. for me, I told myself that I was coming here not just to work, but to learn, mm-hmm. to learn the business management as well. Mm. And so far, I've been given opportunities where I'm able to learn how to manage people, learn financial parts, learn how to treat staffs, Supposedly, I'm the boss. Supposedly, learn how to um, still keep my head above the waters in between everything, in between the pressure, in between an angry customer, how to um, calm someone that didn't get a satisfied job, and how to um, work around the accounting. It's not, I don't think it's something that someone has to like map out. It's just, it's just a responsibility that comes upon. Like sometimes we don't even know our strengths until we find ourselves in some situations that, that we don't have anything else to do but just to like walk through it. And then, whoa, we'll be like, oh wow, I didn't know I could take that. I, I didn't know I could do that so well and also. But so far, I just have to manage between, like I said earlier, 
my boss is on maternity leave. Yes. I have the responsibility of opening the salon every day and closing the salon every day. So it means that you're the first one to get there and the last to leave. <laughs> Certainly. Wow. I also have to make sure the salon is in good condition mm. where customers can come in and be comfortable. I also have to give accounting every day at the end of the day to make sure the whole record is well accountable for. I also have to attend to customers. So what I do is basically what I do now is I just let people book appointments. So I know I have someone coming in for 1 a.m., someone coming in for 12, someone coming in for 10. It makes more sense and it it, mm-hmm. um, it calms me down. So yeah. I don't get under pressure when people just walk Show in up on announce. Mm. Exactly. So I just let them know if you walk in and if I'm busy, please you'd allow someone to cut your hair. Because it don't make sense if there are a lot of people waiting for just one person mm. in the salon and then the person is busy. Like I can't sometimes then not like you sometimes it's crazy because someone wants to cut, someone wants to do pedicure, someone wants to do facial. Sometimes I just have to like discharge some people and be like, I'm sorry, I can't. Mm. I'm really busy here because I'm cutting. Most times I multitask. So I had to learn how to multitask. I could I could work on three people at the same time. Cut, texturize, color cut, texturize, color, depends on what you're doing. So if I'm coloring your hair, I could be, while waiting for your color to um, to pop, I could be working on someone, work very fast, if it's a low cut or fade or whatever, just work on the person in between the period of waiting for your color to get ready. So I just had to learn how to multitask, basically. And it's working for me. Okay. Wow. Wow. That, that's. <laughs> it looks like you always have your your work cut out for you every single day. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you a question, right? Um. Sometime last month, I did a series, and it was on love and dating. So, in three words or three sentences, can you? give or explain to me the things that make a relationship work in your own terms, in your own book, the three things that make relationships work. Um, trust mm-hmm. from both parties, transparency from both parties, and then the willingness to make it work, basically. Okay. If you're willing to make it work, then you have to be trustworthy and you have to be transparent, basically. Alrighty, so we are almost done with this. Uh, I just have a couple of more things to ask you. If there is one thing that you've learned or a couple of things that you've learned, right, in the course of your career and your journey to where you are now, what would those things be? First off, it would be trust the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because most times, many of us, like, People in the, would I say, the Z generation, my own generation, we just want things to happen overnight. We want to be successful overnight. We want the money. We want the good life. We want everything to just fall in place. But we are not willing to trust the process. We're not willing to be patient. We're not willing to um, to sow the seeds so would harvest it later on. 
So what I've learned so far is everything happens for a reason. I mean, like now that I'm working where I am now, I'm sure it's preparing me for the next stage of my life. Like it's preparing me for when I own my home salon. Yeah. So um so every every experience is needed. So that trust the process literally mean we need to have the experience because the experience is what shapes shapes our future, shapes the next phase of our lives. So basically just walk through the road and have the experience. It's needed basically. Yes. Alrighty. Trust the process. Very important. It's very important because you know, like you said, most of us this is we we want the end result, but we are not willing to go through all of the grit that comes with the journey to get to our final destination. So very, very important. So I, I heard you just now say something about, you know, in the future, owning your own salon and stuff. Is that like a long-term goal for you? What is the long-term plan for your craft? It's the long-term thing for me, but I don't have the right words to say anything about owning mine yet. Mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm still, I'm in the learning, learning stage. stage. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not trying to wash or I'm not eager to own mine as fast as possible. I'm not, I'm still trusting the process. <laughs> but of course, by God's grace, I would own mine. I would, but that's, right. that's, that's the important thing. Okay. All right. We are down to the next segment of the show. This is called Random Pick. So this is this or that, right? I'll read you two options and you have to pick the one that you would favor more. All right. Mm-hmm. First up, wine or vodka? Wine. Mm, really? What kind of wine? Red or white? I won't try white to in my life. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> I had a very bad experience with white wine. <laughs> so red for sure, please. Red. <laughs> it feels like that story is juicy. You don't have to tell us what it is. What it is. <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> oh my god, it's not funny. <laughs> I had a very bad experience. Well, basically, I I I am not good at drinking. Mm. I get tipsy. I get tipsy as fast as possible. Mm, so so you're lightweight. I, mm. I just manage. Yes, I'm very very light with alcohol. Okay. Formal shoes or kicks? Kicks, please. Of course. Kicks all day. <laughs> Smoothies or juices? Smoothies. Smoothies, okay. Android or iOS? iOS. Team iOS, okay. Headphones or speakers? Headphones. Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music. Okay. Okay, one more, one more to go. Online shopping or physical shopping? Um, online shopping. Online shopping. Online. Why I online do. shopping though? You don't like to go to the market. I do. Well, I mean different though. I said online because most times I might not have time. To time. Go for. Mm-hmm. Mm, so I just eh, online shopping for me, even though it's blind, yeah, because right. I might not be sure of what I'm taking. <laughs> what I ordered, but what I got, I get. 
but I'll still do online. All right, Faith. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So there's one more segment to go, and it's called Wow Moments, Words of Wisdom. So what I will need you to do is, you know, share some words on people, ladies that want to begin a field or enter a field that is male-dominated, right? It doesn't have to be Barbie in something else that is male-dominated. Your words of wisdom for them. Okay, so my word of wisdom is that first off, you have to be passionate about it. You have to be sure this is what you want to do. Mm. And find people that are already in the same field because for me, that is, what, that is what has helped me so far. I was able to find someone, I was able to get someone that walked me through that route and it made more sense. And I was also willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Another thing is the willingness to learn. You have to be willing to learn and you have to be submissive, like swallow your pride at all times because whoever you're learning from, might and can might or some way somehow would annoy you want to make you do things that you think you might think you know how to do but as this person always just swallow your pride and learn yeah let me say if you're not able to find someone that has worked through that route just have that determination that this is what you want to do people will definitely talk you out of it it's normal not everybody has a vision. Only you has, have the vision. Only you can see what you want. Only you know what you want. So as long as you're willing and you are persistent, you, you're not relenting. You don't let words get to you. You don't let people's opinion get to you. You, um, you continue what you're doing. You are also craving to be better. You don't want to remain on the same level, of course. Trust me, the universe is smell at you. All right. Yeah. Interesting words of wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you, Faith, for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it for taking time out of your busy, really busy schedule, you know, to come talk to us. Thank you so much. So, Hivers, you heard it from Auntie Baba, and you can find her at Lost Trends, right? Lost Trends Baba Shop. Okay, Baba Shop. Please follow my guest on her social media platforms. Faith, your socials. On Instagram, I'm Auntie Baba, H A N C double Y, then Baba. All right. Together. All right, then, Hivers, ensure that you follow Auntie Baba on our socials and book that appointment, though. She's really, really good. Please <laughs> do. Thank you. All right, thank, Faith, you, thank you so much. So grateful. Thanks for the opportunity. Yes. yes. And thanks for this platform. You're doing great. Thank you. That was an interesting, interesting gist. Yes, I enjoyed every bit of it. And I hope, Ivers, that you did as well. Thank you, Faith, for coming on the show. We appreciate you so, so much. So, Ivers, there won't be a new episode next week. Yes, they come in Thursday. There won't be a new episode because we are preparing for our season finale. 
Yes, our season finale will happen on the 30th of December 2021. The finale for season five will happen then. So we're going to leave this coming week free so that we all can catch up on all that's going on on the season so far in anticipation of the season finale. And I w- I'm assuring you now that the season finale would blow your socks off. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, I can't keep calm, but <laughs> just wait on it. Wait for it, all right? It's time for me to go. Don't eat all your Christmas jollof rice and chicken alone. No, share the love. Be kind to someone this season. And of course, even after this season has ended, be kind to someone. Share the love, spread the love, and just be joyful. All right, count your blessings and be grateful as well. All right, Hivers, if you are not already, please do follow us on all our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Ladies Hive. And of course, if you want to know what I get to do in my personal time and space, please do follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TEE underscore 12. Speaking of which, Hivers, please subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. I'm going to be doing a seven-day vlogmas on my YouTube channel starting this Sunday. So it's going to run all through from Sunday through to Christmas Day, all right? So please subscribe and catch up on all my Vlogmas videos, all right? On that note, Hivers, my name is Tian and I will see you on the 30th of December for the season finale. Adios! Mwah.